This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, November 20th, 2007. I'm Caleb Brown. Those who fear globalization and those who fear immigration are often the same people. And while America may sound more like Lou Dobbs than even just a few years ago, author Philippe Legrain argues that these anti-globalization opinions rest on some false premises. Some recent polling data indicates that Americans are suspicious of globalization, and Europeans are as well. In some regards, even the average American is beginning to look more like Lou Dobbs than uh, he might have even seven years ago. Um, yeah, I think it's pretty clear that um, a growing number of Americans um, are worried um, about their future and that of their children, um, uh, and that they're also... Um, concerned at the fact that uh, some Americans seem to be doing uh, much better uh, than others. Uh, And uh, they think that uh, the Chinese uh, uh, and other foreigners um, are responsible for this, uh, primarily uh, 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 through trade. And it's certainly true uh, that adapting to a world where basically we've gone from uh, a labor force which consisted of one billion people in rich countries to now a global labor force where one billion Chinese, one billion Indians uh, and people in other countries such as Vietnam, Soviet U- former Soviet Union and so on are also participating in the global economy uh, is you know, a, a big adjustment to go through. At the same time, it's undeniable uh, that globalization um, uh, helps spur economic growth uh, and uh, that America's openness to it, uh, to, to it um, uh, is one of the sources of its prosperity. Uh, that means, therefore, uh, that me- means have to be found uh, to uh, uh, reassure uh, and to help uh, uh, Americans who, who feel left out by change adjust to that change uh, rather than uh, trying to shut off uh, uh, the, the source of America's prosperity. There seems to be a common thread in your two books, and that is opponents of immigration uh, have a problem with the idea of jobs being taken away from Americans in this country, but then again, opponents of globalization are very concerned about jobs leaving the United States uh, and being taken elsewhere. And quite often, these are the same people. How do uh, you talk to those people? Well, I mean, you know, there's a huge misconception. I mean, the first thing uh, that, 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 that somehow jobs are only lost. I mean, the fact is, is that, you know, each quarter, each year, many jobs are lost and many uh, are created. And you see that actually uh, over time uh, they balance out in the un- unemployment is uh, stable. In fact, in, in, in uh, you know, the past 10 years, it's actually fallen. Um, and, um, uh, and although unemployment goes up and down along with the economic cycle, there is no trend over time for it to, to rise as a result either of immigration uh, or as a result of globalization. What is true is that the composition of jobs in the economy changes. Uh, I, and, uh, you know, there are at the same time uh, many more, uh, you know, jobs in, 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 in expanded industries such as software. And there are also many more jobs, for example, um, uh, in uh, low-skilled jobs such as care for the elderly. Uh, and that uh, as the economy adjusts, um, uh, people have to adjust and acquire new skills uh, to, or to move around the country to where the jobs are. Uh, and, that, and that kind of adjustment uh, can be difficult uh, 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 and costly. It seems difficult for me to try to make a case to someone that globalization benefits them when the obvious benefits of globalization, that is uh, hardware that people buy for their homes, be it uh, 
big screen televisions and things like that are all around them, but somehow they're able to maintain this this attitude that globalization uh, holds this threat. Well, I mean, as I said, it's not just the uh, immediate and palpable benefits of of, of uh, you know cheaper goods in the stores. Um, uh, and cheaper services provided uh, by um, immigrants. Uh, it's also the long-term boost uh, to growth that international competition uh, provides. Uh, you know, if the United States were to seal its even a, even an economy as great as the United States, if it were to seal itself off from a, a, um, uh, external competition, well, companies would innovate less. Um, prices would go up and economic growth would slow. And you just have to look at the impact, for example, that the restrictions on on um, importing uh, cars from Japan had uh, on uh, uh, the American car industry. I mean, you know, American cars were were, were awful, uh, and the and the industry still hasn't recovered uh, from its addiction uh, to to, uh, to to tariff barriers. Uh, it would have benefited much more, and so would the economy as a whole, uh, if uh, it had faced the full blast of foreign competition, uh, improved the quality of its cars, uh, and. Uh, uh, and, and thereby, uh, you know, improve the well-being of all Americans. Some people, particularly on the left, ha- are, are some people on the left particularly are concerned that global capitalism has this effect of harming democracy. That is, the global competition for for jobs, for uh, policies that are friendly to business, actually harms governments. Yeah, well, Tom Friedman of the New York Times is largely responsible for that. I mean, he wrote a book where he said that, you know, all governments were being forced into a golden straitjacket, which involved, you know, uh, lower taxes, lower spending, uh, uh, and so on. And what you actually observe actually across the world is a vast diversity. Uh, Everything from, you know, Denmark and Sweden, where the government takes half of uh, their citizens' income in tax, uh, to places like Mexico, where they take uh, 10%, and the United States uh, in between. And I certainly don't think that that, uh, that it is true um, uh, that um, uh, that uh, globalization is forcing a race to the bottom, still less that it spells uh, uh, the end of, uh, of government. Um, I think that to the extent that governments face challenges, uh, they're largely uh, uh, domestic. If governments tax too much, um, uh, uh, that tends to uh, uh, reduce people's incentive to work and that tends to Im- impact on economic growth. Uh, at the same time, if they spend wisely on, 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 on things that the, that the, that the uh, economy needs, uh, uh, that, that, that can have a benefit. And so that, that, that a simple equation of, of uh, more globalization means the death of government uh, is, in my view, false. Philippe Legrain is author of the book Open World, The Truth About Globalization. More recently, he is author of Immigrants, Your Country Needs Them. This is the Cato Daily Podcast. Read more on trade and other issues at the Cato Institute website, freetrade.org.